Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, i got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> Yeah, welcome everybody to our daily gun show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour or so. This is episode 1330, 1,330 episodes of this show. It's changed, you know, over the years, definitely. And uh, right now, we're considering this season two. Uh, we uh, have a different topic each day of the week, and on Fridays... We take a look back at the last week, mostly on YouTube, but on other platforms as well. And we focus on the things that are focused on our Second Amendment. So welcome to everybody uh, who joins us live as we record this on YouTube. It is kind of late for people on the metric coast, so uh, we'll see who all shows up this evening. And thanks to everybody who watches this or listens to this after the fact. Uh, feel free to leave comments wherever you find the video or listen to it. All right, so let's dig in. It's been an interesting week, and for those of us, or for those of the people that do show up for the live show here, uh, we've got a poll going over on the YouTube side, a couple of votes already in. How was this week for 2A? And we've got a great week, good week, okay week, or everybody else who's on the uh payroll of the government can pick on that one that last one all right so we're going to dig into the description of the video here on youtube or when we send this thing around to the other platforms after it's recorded uh you can check the description in wherever it is you watch the video however the first link you're going to get to there is a link over to our patreon blog and that is where as you can see over on the side here only 149 people it's gone down quite a bit uh, 149 people support our projects, uh, keep the servers running, software, all that kind of stuff, and make it possible for us to spend the time on projects like this one. So we use the Patreon uh, website, like our blog. I'm going to go ahead and zoom in on this. And we can format it better over here. We can add pictures and links and all kinds of stuff. So uh, it's more visually interesting, so join us over here if you'd like. The link is right there at the top of the description, or it's all in here. It's just a little more boring if you go through the YouTube side. We're going to keep it open, though, so we can pay attention to that poll, and feel free to vote if you are showing up here as we go live. Now, we, spend a, we devote about a third to a quarter of the window there for the live uh, conversation, so uh, we'll be paying attention. Well, some days I do a better job than others paying attention to the live conversation. And But first off, if anybody is out there live right now, give me some feedback if it's uh, audio is working. I didn't really check that before I got started here. 
let's dig in. So we uh, go through, and I set this up earlier in the week and start to take notes throughout the week. And then on Friday mornings, usually I polish it up, turn it into a blog over here on Patreon, and then uh, send the same thing out on our newsletter. So this goes out on our newsletter distribution. You can sign up for the newsletter at gunwebsites.com. It's over on the right there somewhere. And uh, the idea is to, we're going to talk about all these different things. We are going to link to a lot of different people and projects and things that happened this week. And then when we repost this video, the podcasts and the different uh, alerts and things, we're including as many of those links as we can. The goal is to get links out to the good stuff and to let as many people know about some of the uh, uh, evolution of the conversation so we can all have better conversations and debates and uh, and talks about our Second Amendment and what it protects, and uh, not just with the antis, but with our people on our own side too. So let's dig in. This was a pretty awesome week. Of course, we had a lot of ups and downs. We had both very good things happening and very bad things happening. I always like to uh, put out there that this is also uh, uh, deliberate. They do these things at specific times when they have other agendas, they have other issues going on. Um, there you go. So I don't know if you're hearing my audio or not, but uh, give me some feedback if it's if the audio is working. Okay, just got massive text. So. Um, Yeah, totally lost where I was at there. So got a massive text here. So we got the, the so somebody give me some feedback if it's, if the audio is working, it'd be great. Uh, it looks like I've got a storm coming in. So my internet is already, okay, thanks for that. Uh, my audio, my internet is already giving me glitches over here. So uh, we've had a great week. And I guess I wanted to say, I wanted to preference that off with, you know, we're going to get a lot of people that are going to, you know, they know how to ride the ups and downs and make money on the ups and make money on the downs. Uh, lots of people get discouraged on the downs. Lots of people are just here for the ups, right? So uh, let's move past that and start to check out some of the stuff that's been happening and consistently some of the stuff that got us where we're at and pay attention to some of the people that are focusing on the good stuff this week. All right, with that being said, that's just me cutting, kind of riffing off the top there. I'll get into what I wrote earlier. So uh, episode 1330, like I say, we've been doing this show for 1,330 episodes now. We had a lot of 2A things to keep up with this week and had plenty of challenges continue. In other words, there's a bunch of stuff coming up still. We have the best stuff we discovered featured here. Let us know if we miss anything constructive because that's really the goal is to offer with our project the best stuff that keeps the conversation evolving. A uh, good time to get in touch with those Congress people. Let them know their, your opinions on this recent new law and how they were pushed through. So obviously they might already know your opinions about this, or you may perceive they do, but they do have obligations to record phone calls. It is worth being part of the process. And um, 
there's a couple of contact things. Uh, if you want to contact the representatives, they've got a little bit more elaborate system uh, as opposed to the senators. But we've got links here that you can click on to get you to a form or some kind of a little robot daily. That'll take you all the phone numbers. There's whatever, 435 congressmen, women, peoples. So there's a link to the page that has them all listed. Uh, but there's just too many phone numbers to give you, and they all have their own phone number. It's a good time to call them, and let's dig into uh, some more. I guess I did also put a note here for the people over on Patreon. I don't know if this is actually on the YouTube site. Every once in a while, I add a little bit more to the Patreon side. Uh, but we did have a conversation with uh, Toby from Cape Gunworks earlier in the week, and we chatted, and um, we're definitely going to be chatting more. So it looks like coming up uh, during the week, uh, once a month or so, we'll be getting together to have more in-depth conversations about some of the facets uh, that we both have in common. Uh, interest in gun shops, interest in shooting ranges, in the uh, industry, and uh, stuff like that. So stay tuned for that. Um, I can't bug him every time. You know, Every week he's got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, looks like once a month or so we should be able to uh, carboy some time and have a focus on some of the interesting stuff like that all right so some of the best videos this week every once in a while yankee does a good one and this is one of our better ones uh, we were on some chat with him on his left to center two months ago a month ago uh with matt and he he brought up these images and i've been waiting i already took screenshots as he was talking about it that night i've been waiting for him to post this video already so he had some really cool uh, graphs that he didn't put his own watermark on or nothing. And then finally used them in a video that's what's linked up up here. Now he only puts it in a 12 minute video that no one's going to watch because it's 12 minutes long. Well, I guess 358,000. No, how many people watched it? 13,000 people watched it, but still. Um, it's got a comparison to mass murders down here. He calls it mass shooters. This is people that die in bath. These are all people under 18, by the way. So people that are maybe under 21. Under 21, mass murders, mass shootings, whatever. It's this one you can barely see. The one next to it, uh, I don't think I make this any bigger. I didn't make this huge. The next one to it is bathtubs. So that's how many people under 21 die in bathtubs. It actually dwarfs the number that die in mass murders. Then the next one was uh, wars. So that's the kids under 21 that die in all the wars that are out there. The next one are gun homicides. So this would be mass murders with a gun. This would be murders with a gun. So we do have quite a few of those in yellow there. Now we can talk about the issues there and what the causes are for that, but let's keep going. This orange one is car accidents. So that dwarfs the others. And then this purple one is suicides. Now, suicides, period, not necessarily with a gun, but a lot of the suicides are with firearm for some people. So hard to know without paying more attention to the numbers if that, how much of this includes guns. And then this last one is opioids. So it gives you definitely an idea, especially when you consider this is a group of people, not just a who won the race, but this is a, a large number of people. This is a large number of people. These are these represent a lot of people. These represent very few in relation. And obviously, this is the one that they're focusing a lot of attention and uh, using this as a leverage or an angle, a vector 
to affect our rights uh, to keep people ignorant of this perspective, ignorance of this uh, uh, proportion that we're dealing with here. So anyway, I think Yankee did a pretty good job of illustrating that. And then if you take those exact same numbers and just add, oh, I forget what this was, heart disease or something like that, you see in reality, visually, just how stark the, uh, the bullshit should, the bullshit meter should be rising. This is the obvious. You could take giant chunks out of this issue and save lots of people, save lots of agony, save lots of time and effort for lots of things. So much more return on helping people here. But instead, they want to focus on the few over here and obviously uh, focus on taking rights away from individuals who are standing there minding their business while individuals do atrocities. So every once in a while, Yankee does a good one. That was a good one. At least the charts are good ones. It makes pretty good. He, he, he talks about them pretty good in here. Uh, let's see if that has any uh, effect. And hopefully people will take this and make much better graphics and share that concept with others. It's probably the best thing I think that came out of this week, even with all the other stuff going on, because that's a super important facet that no one really pays attention to. Krabby is saying, what a week for 2A. So that's a good tip or a good hint to come over here and see what everybody's saying. So see people are starting to show up. DJ was the first one by cheating and coming in hours before the show. He's probably not even around right now. Uh, Wesley is asking about Honda. Honda goes on a, on a platform where you can't. I don't really like the platform. It's a Rumble. So you got to go find him over on Rumble. Uh Pennsylvania Reloader, good afternoon. Thanks for the feedback on the uh, audio. Disturbed is out there. And Wesley, Apocalyptic is out there, and Roy. So uh, all right, so let me go ahead and jump over to here. You can just delete stuff if you're a mod over here. I have a zero tolerance policy, so you should just delete everybody and all the crap that they say. All right, so, um, yep, maybe looking at the wrong channel there, Krabby. All right, so now let's get going and get into some of the other stuff that happened this week. It, again, has been a decent week. Now, keep in mind, a lot of this stuff that we'll be talking about uh, was produced or created, either streamed live or produced before a week played out. And no one really knew what was going to be coming up this week other than suspect, you know, suspect what might be coming up, suspected what might have been coming up this week. All right, so first off, we have uh, Brooke Cheney, who does a focus every Saturday afternoon, so tomorrow afternoon. Uh, you'll be able to see the next one in this installment of this project where she'll take a, fo a brief focus on suicide prevention each Saturday, offering some tools for the toolbox, ways to have more effective and more useful conversations with gun owners and people who hate our property. Uh, let's see. So then um, we had the reload. They had a pretty decent show this week for half of it. Um, the first half wasn't my favorite, but then they had Mary Catherine Ham, and she's some sort of uh, 
political talker, like a political observer and say stuff. So uh, she had a pretty awesome uh, conversation here. So what we're going to do is jump over to that video. And unless they removed it or what, um, I'll just leave it muted like that. And then I'm going to jump down to my comments down here because I timestamped a bunch of them. Now I highly, this little, this is a eight minute video that just has eight minutes of her maybe 12 or 15 minute conversation. So this one is, I would go listen to the longer one. The other one I linked to, but this gives you, well, actually I'm gonna go link to the other one. So screw that. I'm gonna go link to the other one right away. So this is the actual full one right here. And this is the one I would recommend listening to, like the second half, I guess. Her entire uh, portion, for sure. So let's take a look at some of this. So she starts off with, what is normal to most seems exotic to few. And I'm going to just let her say that. I'm paying for this product. I'm, I'm a subscriber to this. So I'm hoping they won't copyright me for it. And so I find myself often in places where there's a lot of ideological agreement outside of me <laughs> explaining that things are actually quite normal to plenty of Americans that they think are very exotic. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, a great example is I was, I was on The View and had to, like, at one point just reset because we were talking about the national anthem and the flag. And I was like, I just want to just want to just give us a baseline that like most Americans really like the anthem and the flag. Like it's not a, it's not controversial to them. Right. Uh, so that kind of thing. And I think guns are a similar uh, subject where. So that gives you an idea. She's super insightful and has this uh, perspective on the antis that most of us aren't paying attention to the antis. So uh, might not realize some of this. So that was the one opinions on the national anthem and flag. Uh, she has a segment about guns not being controversial and that they assume that guns are not normal. And so, like, again, these are just my notes, but some perspective on that. Uh, existing gun control law measures are overlooked in the media attention. So she's, she's pointing out things that are, yes, obvious, but are rarely pointed out. So it's definitely a value. This is an interview and specifically these points, I think uh, she just kind of wings through them uh, as she's kind of like describing some other stuff. But I think each of these, or definitely this segment could be its own show. Each of these could be a segment of a show. She talks about the parody. So like a farce of gun culture and how that is used instead of the, um, I mean, we always talk about the Overington window, or we talk about the, um, you know, the, the face of gun owners being in the, uh, the hick or the FUD. She talks about it being a parody of the gun culture, which is just another cool way of saying it. Throws it right back at them like we know their words. I dig it. Dishonest conversations and unrealistic proposals. You know, some more keywords are pretty awesome. Worth listening to these segments intentional ignorance on topics i had never heard of this before but she potentially here let's just listen to this real quick it's 
not actually moderate. Um, one of the things I like too, there is a move and it. It's less frequent than just not knowing about guns, but there's a move also where if you say like, Hey, you should know more about this before you talk about banning it. They're like, no, no, no. I'm very proud that I don't know anything about guns. Okay. That is what makes me pure enough to have the discussion. And you are dirtied up by your knowledge of the thing you're trying, we're trying to ban. So you, you stay out of this. Yeah, I had not heard that one before. So that's pretty interesting. And then emotionalism. Uh, we don't know. Again, these are fairly obvious, but she puts good. She coins terms or uses terms uh, effectively. And then, uh, kind of as she's leaving, she makes a great point. to have people who are good at talking about these things in front of people who aren't used to hearing them. And sometimes that's like a hardship duty and it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but I also, I also have been on plenty of shows where everyone agrees with me. And although that's fun, uh, I enjoy the challenge of trying to make the argument to someone who's determined to disagree with my argument, right? And then sure. in addition to that, I also at CNN, in particular in Jake's show, get a lot of honest back and forth. Like, just like, okay, I'm looking at you like I think you're a little crazy right now, but I'm not going to attack you for it, right? <laughs> That's kind of the vibe. Um, and we can, I can work with that. And I think it's worthwhile. Uh, to you get the idea. So uh, that was a pretty awesome interview. I think it's worth checking out for sure. Here's all them representatives. You can give them a call. All right, so next up, Oh, snap. So I was listening to Gun Owners Radio out of California on Sundays because, well, for one thing, nobody had shows this week for whatever reason. Um, so only two stations even had shows on Friday. Oh, I got to stay muted during the whole yawn there. Okay, so only, only, gun, free, or only gun Owners Radio was live on Sunday. Everybody else horked off. So they were live. Everybody else was off. I'm looking for something to listen to. And Gun Owners Radio is one of these radio stations where they're worried about their radio show and not so much the YouTube. So they don't post their YouTube video stream till like moments before they're live. So you have to know they're coming and be waiting on their channel in order to be there for it. I knew it was coming, and I knew that was their deal, their MO. But, uh, you know, they hadn't yet gone live. So I'm looking for something to listen to. And I click over to their channel, and I click around a little bit, and I find an hour and 48-minute video with the dudes from Gun Owners Radio interviewing... Melius's daughter, who is Do you get headaches with sensitivity oh, to sound. I get headaches with sensitivity to your boring commercial. Come on. Oh, they would make it forcing me to watch this stupid commercial. That's how you get a migraine. All right, so once you get past are you kidding me? Come on. Was that a magic waterbed? All right, once you get past the bullshit commercials. Since then, 
since I left and have joined the Trump administration, I had some pretty fiery conversations. What? So this is the daughter of Melius who goes to film school, makes a movie, and then goes around and works for the Trump administration for a while and made videos for Trump and stuff. So it's like a two-hour video uh, interview with her talking about her dad and talking about her stuff. So this is a movie which she describes as a lesbian weed western. Yeah, a western-themed, well, a western-style movie about lesbians smoking weed. Made by Milius's daughter. That, that happened. It's a 25-minute movie. You can go watch it. There's a link to it. You're welcome. Unless you want to just watch the rest of this and then watch it after. So there you go. That happened. You can watch a two-hour almost conversation with Milius's daughter who worked for Trump. That's interesting. And then she talks about this movie, and you can just go watch that movie. So that was part of this week. That was on Sunday. Then we get to... I don't remember what day this happened, but Washington lawyer people, Washington gun law, goes live and does this thing. Before any of this stuff happened, before they knew when stuff was happening, did a video which was pretty decent about the pending tidal wave about to crash down and what the consequences will be on the uh, court. Uh, what much I say? The... Um, Supreme Court decision. Not so much the bad stuff, but talking about the court decision. Worth checking out. It's only seven minutes long. Then you get another seven minute long video from Masada Yub. Uh, worth checking out. How to answer the door at 3 a.m. Spoiler alert. It's worth checking out. It's a good movie or a good video. You got uh, Sandhills does his chat on Thursday nights and uh, did this kind of call-in version. I drank like a whole cup of coffee. All right, I'm going to drink a cup of coffee. I'm almost a half an hour in. I'm going to drink a couple of slurps of coffee here. Let's have a commercial for what we talk about on... Oh, I can't, I guess. Let's talk about tomorrow's show, Saturday. We ask gun questions, or we answer gun questions. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. All right, so then trying to remember what to get off your get off my lawn. I remember listening to it. It was a pretty decent one. They didn't have any guests on, I don't think. Still yawning. All right, next up was Professor Yamane doing the uh, Light Over Heat series. Last episode, he was telling antis and liberals what not to use as far as um uh oh we'll take a pause here so somebody can take their little beagle outside that's a great idea so why don't we uh take a break and talk about our stores hey did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do 
check out our print on demand store we have a tab here on YouTube when you click on it you can choose from a bunch of different items we have shirts and posters and coffee mugs click on the one you like when you find the design you want to put on it choose a color and a size if it's appropriate and when you purchase these items a portion goes to help fund our future projects we really do appreciate your support you get some cool stuff when you get that stuff post pictures here and on other platforms and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com all right i just dropped a link here would you let me know if that link works to the store see i can see my store but i don't see it when i log into other accounts so i'm wondering if the store shows up but we do have a store over there it's over on the spread shirt on the teesprings uh, it's all print on demand so none of it exists until you order it once you order it they make it and they ship it to you uh spread shirt i believe is in henderson nevada and they've done pretty good stuff i think it was spread shirt uh, both of them have done decent stuff. I try not to make the designs heinous to where they are real sweaty. So uh, most of the designs are non-heinous. All right, so getting back to Professor Yamane, talking about heinous T-shirts. So he made a video last week telling the antis, you know, strategies that not to use that are stupid. All right, I'm done with that. This week he told the NRA he told the NRA to get rid of the good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun, like logo or slogan or whatever. And I mean he had reasons for it, I guess. If you want to believe him or agree with him, I guess or not, it's up to you. But he was uh, under the impression, or he is under the impression that the NRA invented the slogan, a good, the only, a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun, or the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I guess he thinks that the NRA invented that in 2012. <laughs> so I said something like, uh, they did not. And then he came back with, uh, Oh, okay, let me know when you see some pictures of that. I'm like, well, I don't have a lot of pictures from the 80s and 90s of gun shows since that wasn't a thing you could do. But uh, there might exist some. But then somebody else came along and said, yeah, that's been around since I was a little kid also. All right, so uh, anyway, that was kind of interesting. And we got people on our side, but that doesn't mean that they've been around for a long time and know everything that's going on. So we can help each other out with that kind of stuff. All right, so next up is Armed Scholar, which is, oh, I didn't have the picture in here. That's why it's just an extra one. Dude who is from FPC out of California uh, talking about how the ghost gun letter from the ATF telling the companies to stop selling ghost guns, that letter was found invalid. Huh? What? Did you know that the letter that told the companies to stop selling ghost guns was found invalid this week? Yeah, nobody's talking about that. So here's a link to that video. That's the only thing I heard about it. So once we get the new Every Second Matters up and running, we'll have you know uh, places to put stuff like that.
to accumulate information like that so we can get be up to date on things like this. All right, then another interesting thing that happened earlier in the week, way before all the crazy news started happening, Crump, Freedom of Information acted the antis. So he went to the ATF and asked for a Freedom of Information request on what the antis have asked for in their Freedom of Information Act requests. What? Yeah, so that's pretty neat. Lots of interesting information there. He went live for a while and talked about it, and then there's probably articles. Does anybody read the Armor Ammo Land articles? I don't really read nothing, so I don't read anybody's blogs, and I don't read anybody's Ammo Lands or none of those things. So if anybody's reading those, uh, let me know if they're worth reading. Uh, let's see. Oh, Wesley's saying, I'm on an Android phone it does get me the story i can view it in the android i'm using as a plug-in coming off my phone and i can view it on the android browser right on awesome thank you where he says he watches almost every arm scholar i can't watch everyone because a lot of times i don't get it and he's talking about california so often and i just can't i don't you know i can't watch everything about everything um but i try to watch the ones where he's talking about national I do like how quick, you know, he's just basically, here's the deal, and not a bunch of hype, right? He's a little bit of a hype, but not too much hype. Uh, let's see, then we get Crump again. No, that was this. I'm trying to get my pace down here. So the next one was Jared talking about the IRS buying a bunch of ammo. Here's what happens if you want to see the real deal. Oh, people bitch about stuff that's stupid and dumb. So now if I take that words, IRS bought $700,000 in ammo and I shove it into the internet, look what happens. I get that video. And then everybody who's talking about this video. And then. Well, I thought it would be a little bit different. So let me change this to. 500 instead of 700 because it's a little bit too specific because everybody's just copying his video right now. But if I change that to 500,000, well, well, I guess everybody's cooking on this one now. All right, so let me go. IRS bought ammo. Let's see what happens. Boy, they are all over. So it's interesting. So anyway, if you'd go back, uh, flip it to news, and oh, I can't switch it to any time on this. That's lame. So if I could switch this to years ago, uh, you'd find that pretty much every year they buy like half a million dollars worth of ammo or $600,000 worth of ammo. And it's because they're a giant agency and they buy that much to be reckless with. So it is a thing, but it's a thing that they do all the time. So it's, you know, it's tough to say that somebody's either learning this for the first time or they're, they know that this time every year they can complain about how much ammo the IRS buys. 
uh, they'll also find people that then complain about how much the post office buys or whatever it is, or, you know, other departments that you wouldn't think of having bullets, you know, ammo. Uh, next is a great uh, two minute, 43 second uh, orientation in, in, in um, Intel dump on the uh, Lake City ammo plant and the situation over there. Uh, literally couldn't ask for more. Two minute and 43 seconds, everything you need to know. So if you had any question about what's going on with that whole ammo thing without a bunch of hype, this is a gun shop in Maryland called Machine Gun Nest in two minutes and 43 seconds. Literally everything you need to know. It's awesome. Let's just watch it. It's that good. And they probably won't copyright me. Plus I'm already copyrighted from watching other people's videos. Hey everybody, Stephanie here from the Machine Gun Nest and I'm here with our newest legal update. So it has been reported that the Lake City Army Ammo Plant in Independence, Missouri will no longer be selling its excess ammunition to us Americans. The Lake City Army Ammunition Plant is a government-owned, contractor-operated ammo manufacturing facility. It was built back in 1941 and originally run by Remington. This facility has been used to produce and test small arms munitions, and Remington ran it up until 1985. And it's changed hands numerous times until 2020 when Winchester took over operations. Now, many ammo manufacturing facilities assemble the components of each round. They fill the cases with propellant, seat the bullets into the casing, attach the primers, etc. But this particular facility not only assembles components, but manufactures the components themselves. The primary reason for this facility's existence is to provide ammunition to our military. But Winchester has always been able to sell the excess I think you get the idea. Awesome video. Definitely worth checking out. Next is barbecue. That guy doesn't stay up for this show, but it sounds like he's going to reformat his ripoff show. He takes the rips off this show and fakes a, like a version of this show that you would find at a dollar store. And he's going to soup it up a little bit and make it like one of them fancy five dollar stores where everything costs like 4.99 or less so it's going to be better i guess We're, we'll see so far you know, it's a bunch of talk let's just say it's a bunch of talk so far haven't actually seen the new format in action just heard about how good it's gonna be uh let's see next up is foss is that guy out here sometimes he's around Oh, he's here. Okay. I guess he's out there. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. So welcome. There's barbecue out there. See if you talk shit. That gets people waked up, gets their fires burning. All right. Next is Foss. See if he's out there. So he did an overnight battle. Uh, I think I was awake for this one. So it's kind of tough uh, trying to do stuff. And it's like a million degrees out here. Uh, staying awake for shows that are up in the middle of the night or late night. Uh, but yeah, this one was an EDC battle. I think I was awake for that one. Then, because I guess he felt bad because he didn't do the uh, mouse party, he posted this uh, video about a city in Washington, or maybe he's in the pocket of Big Leavenworth. We don't know. Dollar Tree to Dollar General. 
Oh, that's a, that's suggesting that Dollar General is better than Dollar Tree. Dollar Trees are bigger around these parts. Dollar Generals, you know, they're yellow, but Dollar Trees green. Dollar Tree, everything's like a buck twenty-five. In fact, I just got some stuff from Dollar Tree the other day, buck twenty-five. They should call it buck twenty. They should call it Dollar Twenty-five Tree. <laughs> anyway, so uh, then we have armed attorneys, which are the attorneys out of Texas. Uh, explaining the what was going on with the as this was posted as the Senate was basically about to say yes and send it back over to the House and that's when this one went up 17 minutes it's a little long but there was a lot of stuff going on in there it's worth checking this out because a lot of people aren't paying attention to the ice picks there are a couple of razor blades in this gun control garbage, and then there's some ice picks. You People feel like they see the razor blades, and they're just not going to touch them, and it's no big deal. The razor blades are only cutting the dumb kids. It's no big deal. But the ice picks are doing some craziness, and maybe they're not going to jab us, but how do we know we ain't getting ice picked in the kidney right now? So... They explain a little bit more nuance to what's going on over there. However, there's a lot going on. There's 80-something pages. I read it. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit here, but right here. Uh, would it take an hour and 45 minutes to read this piece of shit? So that's skipping all some of the garbage in there, some of the lawyer speak, but for the most part, it's heinous. So Fudbuster, who is a lawyer, read it for two hours and 21 minutes, and you know, it's real sarcastic and snarky. And then armed attorneys, a couple of days later, did their version of it, uh, 17 minutes. So snarky Fudbuster guy, 10,000 views. Uh, armed attorneys who work with, or for, or are, I don't know what the deal is, but you know, work with uh, US Law Shield, 19,000 views. Uh, mine, with uh what do we have over here 149 patreons who make it possible for me to do all this stuff um 388 views but that's 388 people who didn't have to read it and didn't have to read some snarky version for two hours or have to get just the gist of it so if anybody does want to listen to it, I did sit there and read the whole thing. 100% thank you to our Patreons and people like Barbecue and Patriot, Patriot and others who uh, appreciate having something that's just read and not a bunch of crap fluffed onto it. Um, then we have Cape Gunworks. So we get in, see this first little dotted lines takes us into the gun shops and radio shows. So this week we got screwed out of a couple of radio shows i don't know they're all lazy or whatever but we did get uh some extras from at least one of them so cape gunworks is the radio is the gun shop in massachusetts and they do the radio show called rapid fire every wednesday additionally the co-owner of the shop does a segment on of a popular radio show in Massachusetts on Tuesdays. They call it 2A Tuesday. And that's like 45 minutes or so. 
that they go live. So there's two opportunities to listen to Cape Gunworks each week. Midday on Tuesday for the 2A Tuesday segment of the girls' radio show that's so popular. And then on Wednesday, they record their own show for the gun shop, which is an hour of radio show, an hour of internet podcast, and then the remainder, usually they stick around and make sure they answer all the questions. So if there's a lot of questions, they stick around sometimes as long as three hours. But uh, that hour and then, you know, two-hour podcast goes up on all the different podcast platforms. The hour worth of radio show gets out on regular radio for five different places in Massachusetts. And then is it Florida and Arizona? So it gets broadcast to more than five or six states by the coverage of the radio shows. And uh, pretty neat. They uh, pay a lot of attention to the comments that are coming in. And it's a pretty awesome experience watching that uh, gun shop participate online and in the radio world. They had the radio, these popular radio hosts who they work with on the radio uh, come to their gun shop, gun shop today and do a simulcast. Had like 50 people show up and at a time or whatever, you know, like 20 to 50 people in the room, uh, depending on what time of day, listening to the show live and participating with the people, what do you call them, the radio show hosts. Uh, pretty neat. So they uh, recorded their show on Wednesday. That's a link to it here. Something like 125 views. So they're not getting a ton of views here, but they're also posting that as an audio out on all the podcasting platforms. And then I'm assuming they take the video and post it on a couple of different video hosting platforms as well. Then you have Gun Owners Radio, who did have a show this week um, talking about gun prom. Uh, did they have, they think they had Charlie and the other guy from Decoding Firearms this week. I just didn't put a link in here, but then uh, they talked about their gun prom, which happened last Saturday. Sounded like that was a big success. And then, uh, like I say, I was waiting for that show to start and had plenty of time. I, I started listening like two hours or whatever before the show started, or maybe an hour and a half before the show started to this interview with uh, Amanda Milius. Awesome, 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 awesome. Uh, and then the show was pretty good, so then listen to the show. So you got two different gun shows, and then a third gun show would normally happen on Sundays from Austin. Another gun show produced by and at a gun shop in Austin called Come and Talk It. Well, they didn't have one this week, so I guess they're lazy and they hate 2A, but they posted this which was a kernel of gold from the conversation last week. I'm going to copyright and play this too. I think we played this last week also. That the background checks that our system is just fine now. And because we require them out of other states, there's a heck of a lot of selling going on within Texas over the internet. Go on, I think it's guntrader.com, something like that. People are selling guns over the internet all the time and they're not federally licensed. I have to tell you, those uh, gunbroker.com, I go to that and I look at that. Those transactions go to a dealer and, a, and an FFL check is, is an FFL dealer and the check is made. They will not ship person to person. It's, it's, uh, yeah, those, those, those websites are not. Yes, I'm just, I'm curious if you've ever been through the process. Because 
Okay, I have my license to carry, and I will tell you that I took the class here at Central Texas Gunworks. They gave me a bunch of information, and that is one of the things that I learned that you actually, when you purchase a gun online, it does go through a dealer. It's not person to person. Not sure if that's true within the state. It is. It is. Let me just have an attorney tell you it was. The best part is when she goes. I'm not sure if it's true. And then she goes, it is. You just had an attorney tell you it is. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But I think what she's trying to say is like, if someone was to interstate face-to-face -face or whatever, then they can meet up over the internet, but a big whoop. Um, so that was a pretty good one. So we didn't get a show from Come and Talk It, but they did post that one. Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Oh, you know what I didn't do is put my banner up, though. So thanks for letting me know that I should put up a banner to say thanks to the Patreons. 149 Patreons jump over to the Patreon platform, and that's what we're looking at here. I, I blog this over on the Patreon platform, and uh, they throw a couple of bucks down. Some of them throw more than that. Some of them that are keeping the van here, uh, making, you know, making it possible to keep the van. Uh, are paying even more than that. So we do appreciate the people that are supporting our projects by subscribing. I encourage people to take 20 bucks a month, go over to Patreon, you know, throw something like five bucks at us or something, uh, take the rest of that 15 bucks and divvy it up between other interesting projects you'd like to be part of and uh, go a couple of five months like that if you can. And after you've spent a hundred bucks investing in Second Amendment related contact, content, let me know what it's like being a venture capitalist and what we're doing here. And uh, I've been offering that suggestion and that challenge for a while, and no one's come back and said that it was a massive loss. I can't say I can cover your losses or anything. I'm not that, in that position, but I can suggest that uh, by being a part of the stuff that you appreciate, uh, you know, it's how we, how we keep it going. So thanks to the people who do that, and thanks to Barbecue for our... Uh, Reminding me to put that banner down there. All right. Dude, I just said a, like an hour ago to Wesley, if you want to find Honda, you have to go over to Rumble and look for him over there. I'm not going to drop a link to it. So uh, after the come and talk it, we've got uh, the uh, 19th was the 70th anniversary of the Green Bray. So let's go ahead and get copyrighted again.
Pretty cool little video. 70 years. So started out after OSS, figured out how successful they were having the insurgents or those who are being oppressed, like the French resistance, just rise up and with a, well, being motivated by being uh, uh, under, uh, what do you call that? Under um, oppression or whatever. Uh, and then having just a little bit of training, uh, very effective to have the people who are being um, messed with uh, fight back. So with that success with the OSS and then the uh, Jedberg teams uh, with uh, the uh, Canadian project, they uh, started the Green Brays under Kennedy and then uh, had a lot of work, lot luck in Vietnam with that concept of teaching uh, folks who are being oppressed how to fight back effectively with uh, small teams going out uh, and improvising and adapting to the situations they're learning and understanding the situation there. One foot in the CIA, gathering intel and getting information out where it's necessary. Other foot in big army, learning how to uh, call in stuff and work with other units and stuff and the greater strategies. Uh, and then, of course, evolving that uh, tactics or those skill sets into the uh, global wars on terrorism and drugs. Uh, again, having teams in all the different parts of the world, uh, learning and gathering intel, creating infrastructures that were later used for the global war on terror and then trans, trans uh, morphed into uh, teams to go do uh, fast operations along with Delta and the Marines and the other units that were uh, accomplishing, taking out individual targets instead of dealing with a lot of collateral damage and things like that. Literally changing warfare for good and bad, but changing it in a lot of ways over the years. So. Green Brays, probably the best of the best teachers, gentlemen, and 70 years old. All right, next up is one of the military chaps that I follow, uh, Team House. Had a pretty good conversation with a guy named James Olson, who I'm not familiar with, but people may be if they're into CIA history. He sounds like a pretty uh, impressive CIA uh, well, lots of jobs at the CIA, so I don't know what to call him. They call him a CIA spy hunter. He would sniff out, he would work with the spies from uh, Mos or from the Soviet Union in Moscow back during the Cold War. So uh, uh, really cool conversation, two, a little bit more than two hours. Uh, and I'm sure they did some extras that'll come out next week. One of the cool things about Team House is once the conversation's over, they usually keep the guest for a little while after and offer their Patreons uh, some extra bonus footage. And then later on in the week, they drop that bonus footage to everybody. Gravy uh, is asking, what channel did you watch the Johnny Rowland Shooting Show on? It's called the Johnny Rowland Shooting Show. So I'll go back into my subscriptions over here and it'll be the one that says Johnny Rowland shooting show on if anybody sees it so shout out it'll probably be down a bit because they don't really post and it's been a while since I've looked at them but it'll be in here 
Oh, it'll be in here. Mm, it's kind of like black and white, if I remember. Johnny Roland, that's not it, though. Did I go past it already? There's like three Johnny Rollins in my thing. Johnny's had a couple of different channels, but that's a different channel. I think they're re-rolling or something. It'll say Johnny Rollins Shooting Show. I guess I could technically just go up here and type it in, but you would think by now I would have come across it. Seriously? Come on. Come on. So here, now I'm going to do a Control-F and do R-O-W. What was that? Stupid. All right, so we'll just go up here and go. spelling it wrong i guess i'm spelling it wrong yeah johnny Rowland shoot and show archives that's the one 1000 subscribers so we're taking a side note crabby was asking about a specific channel over on uh, the youtubes so we're taking a look at it here on the screen it's called the johnny Rowlands shoot and show archives and it is an amazing channel we're going to go over to the about page it says in the description of the channel, this channel is dedicated to Johnny Rowland shooting show that aired from around 1990 to 2001. I ended up with almost all of the VHS tapes and masters from this show as they were bought from a storage locker auction and bound for landfill. A friend of mine brought them to me and so I figured I will digitize them and upload them here. All credit goes to Johnny Rowland, Tombstone, Arizona. Thanks, Johnny, for making the show. Johnny is the creator of the 460 Rowland cartridge, which gives a true 44 Magnum power in a semi-auto platform. Clark's Custom Guns and Johnny brought this to life, and I personally love the round. It's a reloader's delight, much like the 300 Blackout and 10mm. As you know and might have seen, Johnny is a very passionate person when it comes to life, liberty, corruption, and other views he shares on the show. So with that being said, the views expressed in this show are not necessarily that of this channel's manager. Everything here is subject to free will. Enjoy. So this was updated or created on in April of 2019. It's had about a quarter million views. And I forget how many videos, but not that many videos. A couple of dozens and dozens of videos is all. I mean, there's dozens of them, but it's it's there's a lot of duplicates in here. He literally just went through and digitized and uploaded the VHS tapes without you know without doing much more than that. So there's it's it's fun. It's going through raw data, and it is pretty awesome. So there's probably a bunch of weekly wrap ups where I dig into the Johnny Rowland shooting show. You can go find out more of those there. But why don't we try to get back to the poll over here so that we can uh, maintain or get an update on 
Oh, I did drop the link, right? That's the link to the channel. I think I did. Um, wow, is my internet that slow? It is that slow. 18 votes. So far, 56% for this was a great week. 22% uh, for good week and only 6% for an okay week. That's pretty good. Didn't someone make, an, well, they made a 1911 upper, so a conversion kit in 460. And then you could also get others like, I think, a Glock. Uh, let's see. Up until most recent month, I was throwing around a little over 100 a month to various 2A channels. I had to stop that for a little while, barbecue was saying. Yep, that's what's going to happen, I'm assuming, for lots of people, unfortunately. So we're going to see a lot of hiccups and drops and, you know, hopefully uh, not too many. But I'm assuming we'll see some, some challenges going forward. All right, well, so we've got... Uh, like I say, the team house did this interview with the spy. Uh, well, this guy from the CIA who was also looking for spies. So that was the other thing is he talks, he's kind of ruthless and he's got, uh, he's got no love for China. Let's put it that way. So uh, he definitely alluded to some issues that he's aware of uh, that we have like today currently with China. So uh Pretty interesting, but it goes all over the place, and it's a two-hour interview, so it's not like the China thing is a major portion, but it is maybe three-quarters of the way through. They do touch on it for a bit. All right, so some of our stuff for the last week here. Well, we're right around an hour. As we did our uh, Ask Gun questions. We'd do that on Saturdays. Clover and Tony were there, I think, so uh, it was an okay one. We didn't. I think we went about 90 minutes or two hours. Uh, so we'll go live again tomorrow to answer questions that come into our website called askgunquestions.com. Uh, in fact, why don't we take a quick moment and let the intro explain. Askgunquestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. So join us tomorrow for that one. Then we had a quiz for the garbage bill that was going through the, well, that the senators acted like they were going to deliberate on. Or I guess they didn't act like it. We just assumed they were going to deliberate on it. Uh, so while the moment or two, while everybody was waiting around on that, uh, or no, I guess it was after it was announced. And then while we were waiting for him to take it, I ended up doing on Friday or Thursday. It might have been Thursday. Uh, that's when we had the tactical quiz. Uh, we made up an entire tactical quiz to help uh, reinforce some of the portions of this thing that, again, aren't being necessarily focused on. There's a lot of razor blades. There's those ice picks. So I tried to attempt to focus on those. Then we had, or I posted a video from, this is a video from 2012 that has video in it from 2006. So here's what our 2006 videos 
it doesn't look like anything. Here's what our 2006 videos look like. I don't have to worry about copyrighting myself, I hope. So we'll see what happens. Come on, what is this? I got to see a commercial on my own thing. So there's this uh, knife gun. So there's the knife. And then... Back into the archives, back to 2006. To that's what it looks like when you're about to shoot it. That's what it looks like when you go to load it. And because it folds and it unfolds into a traditional grip and it has a trigger that pops out, uh, it's enough of a configuration to still be a pistol. So there's no NFA or anything required. Uh, so in this video from 2006, 2006, this is a video from a digital camera that could do digital video. So this is probably like four to eight megapixels, maybe, maybe two megapixels. And that's what it looks like to shoot it. It's awesome. Love this video. So you have to unscrew the barrel. And then you put the uh, cartridge all up in there. Screw it back on without putting your hand in front of the barrel like he did. And then there's a little safety there. You disengage and then you kind of pull up kind of towards the uh, intersection there of the corner to pull the trigger. And then eventually pop there it went and it shoots you know, 22 long rifle with a barrel that's like an inch and a half long. And once it's shot, it's, uh, there's nothing to it. And didn't own it for very long. I can't, I'm not going to talk about how much I paid for it, but I didn't own it for very long. I'm pretty sure I returned it for the same price I paid for it. Maybe took a little bit of a hit for owning it for a little bit. And then it went, or one like it went for sale on the uh, pot of gold auctions right here for how much would you wager anyone anyone watch that anyone wager i remember what that one went for that would have been a great investment all right so speaking of great investments there's this dude called daniel who also owns a machine shop and a while back for the daily gun show he made a set of grips and i don't have a 1911 so I'm thinking he made these for me to auction specifically. Oh, dang. I really wish that would have been a 42. Dang it. But uh, can't like that's what you want, I guess. Anyway, so these are pretty nice grips. They're aluminum. And they got this pattern on them. And uh, they, go, they say DGS on the inside there. These are up at the auction. It even says right here, 1911 grips, daily gun show, custom engraved aluminum. Engraved in a hex pattern and in, internally engraved with DGS to commemorate the daily gun show. Grips are extremely high quality and would make a great addition to your 1911. View our full catalog and everything else. So if you do want to grab these, there is a link in the description. Uh, this auction comes up in 17 days. So I'm sure, I'm hoping I'll get up to uh, the auction house before uh, it goes live so if anyone wants to see them or anything i've got some images but i don't know if i've got much uh uh video of them but i might be able to go get some 
Uh, we post a little image here to show that the uh, podcast is now being distributed as an audio podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. There might be a couple of extra because Podbean is a distribution center. It's a little weird because I'm not paying for Podbean, which means I only have a certain amount of room there. So I kind of have to shuffle the, the shows in. And now that I've added... I like to add the ask gun questions into the audio podcasts. Why not? Right. So that people can uh, um, uh, listen to that show. Uh, but it can only hold so much on Podbean. And I also added the reading of the stupid new 80 page thing from the senators. And uh, so I have to kind of shuffle things on Podbean and whatever listens to Podbean. But most of these platforms, uh, we send them out directly to the platforms, so they're just the entire uh, archive of whatever, something like 200-something of the, the shows. We don't have all 1,300 episodes because that's just a pain in the butt to keep up on the server and everything, but there's like 700 of them, or no, 177, 200 of them or something like that are up there. All right, so with that, uh, we ended it up over on the... Uh, blog with just a list of the videos that we posted in addition to the daily gun show this week we posted the uh, update uh, to one of the other auctions over there one of the uh, ak-47 books that are very rare uh, kind of teased a little uh, translation book now if any patreons uh, get one of the or if any of the patreons end up getting the tokoi book I'll make sure you get one of the translations, but that's to a Patreon only. Then we've got uh, a link to that Tokoi book that I'm talking about. I don't think they have um, images of it up there yet. Oh, I guess they do. Awesome. So this gives you an idea of the book, some of the awesome pictures that are in it. And, of course, we've done a bunch of videos on it. Uh, it's a super expensive, so hopefully it'll go for a lot more than the $15 it's at right now. Uh, we posted a video about Lauren Hartnett meeting her at SHOT Show and having her sign the 2A Resource Handbook, a uh, prototype handbook that eventually will uh, go to auction to raise money for 2A. Uh, so I did a series of videos from SHOT Show and featured each of the people that signed the resource handbook for us that was signature 19 out of 20 something i forget how many then uh mandatory minimum gun laws uh, map of 2a went up this week mandatory minimums are fucking heinous and guess what there's a whole bunch of mandatory minimums in this new pile of crap that we got coming this from the senate uh lots of mandatory minimums in fact so mandatory minimums are a mess and we just got a slew more, 25, 15, and 10-year. 10 10-year 10 minimum mandatories, 15 and 20. 25, I think. Uh, then we had the uh, tactical quiz. I guess I already posted that, so that's a double link. But whatever, I'm trying to fluff this up and make it look good. Then we have reading the entire thing. I guess that's also a dupe. Then we go in on Sundays and spend basically an hour, ideally, uh, going through and doing the same kind of concept with Instagram. So instead of looking at YouTube videos, we look at Instagram. 
I can't do them both on here because one, it would take more than an hour. And two, uh, YouTube really hates linking to Instagram. Patreon won't care. I could put them in the blog here, but whenever I put the description in the video like this, it does not like having dozens and dozens of links over to Patreon, uh, to Instagram. It really hates that in fact. So I don't try to force it. We just do a whole separate video where we talk about Instagram and we do that over on Instagram, but it's on YouTube. You know, we're, we're streaming on YouTube, but we're leaving the links over on Instagram. Let's put it that way. And then again, we have the ask gun questions there. So don't forget if you have any gun questions or you know somebody that's got a gun question, just type in ask gun questions into the browser. It'll take you to our site, askgunquestions.com. Doesn't cost nothing. Throw a question in there. And eventually me, Tony, and Clover will attempt to answer it for you. So that is our weekly wrap-up for the week. Um, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. A whole bunch of people showed up live tonight, and y'all participated in a poll. Let's go check the results of that poll. 20 votes. That's pretty good for in the middle of the night. We had... Uh, let me grab that real quick so I can copy it and put it over here so I can put it into the show notes. For whatever reason, I think it's neat to include the poll results into the show notes so people know it's legit it's one of the ways like authenticating it's kind of like blockchain but the blockchain quite caught up to us yet we it's called the poll chain anyway so let me end that poll chain for the week uh there we go so uh let's go check a look back at the folks that watched us live uh what days are you doing the IG one? Crabby Turtle is asking. That's Sundays at noon, so 3 p.m. metric time. Uh, Roy is saying he thought he was the only American that doesn't own a 1911. I do not own a 1911 anymore. I have owned them, but I don't anymore. Uh, I found the link and saw right on. Um, let's see. The starting bid on the grips. All the starting bids over there were $15, but I think they're up to 20-something now. And Barbecue does say that he is so gonna win them grips. So it'd be awesome if there's a massive uh, bidding battle for those grips. Because guess what? All the money will go to pay off bills. So I do want to thank somebody purchased something over at the store. I don't want to try opening that up uh, while I'm here because I'll show everybody everybody's name and address or anything. So whoever purchased something, thank you very much for that. Patriot had purchased something earlier in the day, and that was the only other order. So I've only got two orders to the store today. Luckily, we also have an eBay going. So thanks to the people that purchased stuff from the store and from eBay. It allows us to keep going with the focus on 2A. Uh, those 149 people we mentioned over on Patreon are much appreciated, but as much as the bills they're paying, they're not paying all the bills. So uh, if you are interested in supporting what we're doing, want to drop a cup of coffee on us each month, but enough people dropped one cup of coffee on us each month, that's basically it. We would never talk about that again, and we would just be knocking stuff out of the park. The good news is we're doing that anyway. So uh, with that effort, we want to say thanks. We're uh, capitalizing on it and uh, getting ready to start the Every Second Matters project in a new way and then uh, that'll incorporate into this project and a couple of others in an interesting way kind of like legos once you kind of start something it gives you some base to put some other stuff on is that the way to say it 
So again, thanks everybody for showing up. If you've got questions, askgunquestions.com. If you want to show up and have some fun with the gun game show, that's on Wednesdays. We'll be back on Monday with the Daily Gun Show interview with uh, Sharon Hinchcliffe. I think I'm saying the name wrong, probably, because I suck at saying people's names correctly. But she is awesome. Definitely one of the big hitters in the 2A community is now stepping down. There's a link in the video description for an interview she did with Walk the Talk America. Consider that prerequisite, a homework, uh, an interesting conversation to listen to before uh, Sharon and I talk. I like to think that our interviews on this show are uh, to be this, to the ongoing conversation with the activists. So we're not going to necessarily spend the entire time introducing them or their projects or their accomplishments. Instead, we'll talk about why they do what they do, why she does what she does and has done what she's done, and then how she did it. And as a tech person, she blows, she knows more about tech than I, for, she's forgotten more about tech than I know. Let's put it that way. She blows me away with her awareness of tech and being comfortable and maybe that has something to do with her effectiveness as an activist uh, we're going to dig into that on monday so join us for that on tuesdays uh, we take a look at 2a so everyone voted on the state of arizona next week but the live audience votes on the activists that we'll be talking about they also vote or they decide the organization we'll be checking out on tuesday tactical quiz on wednesday uh, the Thursday show is either travel or training, and then we're back on Friday to wrap it up. Obviously, there's lots of interesting stuff happening, so uh, if you're aware of stuff that we're missing that's constructive and useful, then we appreciate the heads up. A lot of the stuff that we find is from people mentioning it or sharing it, so you know we discover it looking over someone else's shoulders. All right, with that, let me know if I should uh, send out a link uh, in the uh, for an after chat. I know it's late, but uh, there's a bunch of people out there. So if you want a link or if you want an after chat, let me know. Otherwise, we'll uh, wrap it up with a commercial here, and we'll be back next week. Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. The guys and gals at GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice once a month and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com.